Welcome to the Love Fly podcast. I'm Paul Tizard, fear of flying coach. And today I'm joined by the amazing Debbie or Deborah Hahn Walker. Have I got that right? Is it yes, close? Perfect, thanks. Yeah, so <laughs> Debbie has been listening to us on the podcast and I, I think is really has read the book and done a few other things. But the purpose of this podcast is to hear your story. So welcome, Debbie. How are you? Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I like to get real humans on who tell their stories. It's always the most popular podcast. And when you wrote to me and said something had particularly helped you, I said, oh, please come on, tell your story. So tell us a bit about yourself and uh, how you came across us or whatever you want to say, really. Okay. No, I guess I'll tell my story. So, um, you know, like I traveled like everybody else. I mean, not till I was a little later. Well, I guess not later in life, but I was a teenager. First time I ever flew and was abroad, actually, with my Italian class. <laughs> we went to Italy. So I traveled on a plane for the first time without my parents and without my family, with my class. I did fine. Um, you know, normal nervousness, never been on a plane. I was fine. Not really anything earth shattering. Got through everything. Was like, okay, this is cool. Continued to travel. It just continued to get worse and worse for me. It was like one of those things where every flight was rougher and rougher for me as far as anxiety goes. I had a lot of um, anticipatory anxiety. That was really hard for me. Like I would book a trip, we'd be excited. And then for weeks, all I would think about is flying. I would, I, you know, I'd see an airplane in the plane, in the sky, I'd get nervous. I couldn't watch commercials. I couldn't. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was, to the point where it was getting every flight was worse and worse. It got to the point where probably one of the last flights that I flew was I woke my husband up maybe hour before we were leaving, told him we were dying on the plane and that nice. he had to make it. I make so it you woke, yeah, you I know. woke him up to tell him that. Yeah, I, I can't even believe he's still married to me after this, thank goodness. <laughs> but I yeah, woke him up and I told him, you're, we're, good. we're dying and I just want to make sure you're okay with going on the plane and it's not going to be my fault <laughs> that you're dying and you have to make a, a conscious decision to get on the plane because <laughs> I don't want to be blamed for your death. So, so very positive say, then. Did you get him to sign yeah, the Oh, totally. Yeah, just like a verbal I said, agreement? <laughs> gloom and doom continuously around traveling which was I was a horrible person to travel with so we did fly that day but it just I I don't know if it was my like coping resources were just completely depleted from being mm. like in fight or flight mode all the time by the time I got on the plane I just couldn't handle it anymore it just was like it, well, I had to, you know, what never saw, I drink some wine, take a medication. Nothing seemed to like really get me through. I still was so anxious. And so, I was just, so Debbie, just, just rewind yeah. a bit. So was there a particular, you know, when you said you started, you had the normal nervousness as a teenager, but was there something that triggered it? Or was it just sort of no, bit by I bit? Just, I mean, of course, the first time I flew, I was excited, nervous, because I never did it before, just like anything else you do for the first time. And honestly, that was fine. I think the next flight, I was taken aback how small the plane was, because I didn't know. I flew international. I thought every plane was as big as with the, mm. you know, bunch of seats in the middle. Yeah. And then you go on a plane, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of small. Okay. Yes. But I was like, all right. And then 
you know, just like noises, things I didn't understand, turbulence. I never, we never had a particular bad flight. I just, every time we flew, I was scatter and scatter and scatter and scatter and scatter. It just, it got, it built up, it kept building up, building up. And that last flight, like I was saying, was, uh, I was, that was really what kind of did me in. I, um, we got on the plane, it was fine. Everything was okay. I was just so nervous. It was very close to 9-11. So now I have my normal air stuff where I'm afraid of turbulence, afraid of the plane falling out of the sky. I'm afraid of all those kind of things. So let me just check, um, Debbie. So when was this flight? This was probably a few months after 9-11. Oh, wow. So we're talking like 20 odd years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 20 years until, until last month I flew. Yeah. So now not only am I have my nervous normal nervousness Mm. i am now watching everybody in the airport i'm trying to figure out who's the terrorist who's the the air marshal do you have a suspicious package i'm like this is now my job to figure out who's good who's bad everything you know i was definitely on edge somebody dropped their luggage i think i screamed in the airport like i jumped like i was like you know on edge we get on the plane yeah this is how nervous i yeah this is like this is what it was getting to. So I was, I was, we get on the plane, everything was good. You know, I was nervous dealing with it. And I think it was, in, I mean, might've even been uh, starting to take off. And all of a sudden there's a noise behind me. And this is funny because you say in the podcast, don't watch the flight attendants, don't rely on their faces. This is a perfect example of why you should not do that. So there was a noise. I look around, I look at the flight attendant, two flight attendants are running full speed to the back of the plane. I mean, to me look like, they were had the most terror faces in the world on. I'm hysterical now. I start hysterical crying, hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. No and behold, what happened was is the drink cart came unlatched and was barreling down the aisle. That is why the flight attendants ran and looked terrified because a drink cart was just running down the aisle. Yes. So it makes complete sense, but my mind could never yeah. go. I was already done. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. they came over, they had to sit with me. At one point, the pilot came out of the cockpit to talk to me. I was wow. mortifyingly yeah. embarrassing. It was, yeah. the, it was yeah. honestly the worst thing in the world. I felt, I mean, I appreciated everybody trying to help me. I know why they came out to talk to me, but I just, I don't like to make a scene. So it was a whole thing. And even after that, I didn't say like, I'm never going to fly again. It wasn't like, I was like, this is it. I was just, life happened. You know, we bought a house. I started a family. Financial situation was different. You couldn't just jump on a plane anymore. We had to like think about stuff like that. And then it's just 20 years later, I, you know, we, we became road trippers. We, drove everywhere and just flying wasn't really an option but it wasn't something I missed so much either so it wasn't something like I focused on because I didn't have like a family event where I didn't couldn't go because I can get on a plane and then really what changed that was the pandemic I'm a nurse I work in New York so I worked through the whole beginning of the pandemic my father who was in a nursing home unfortunately caught COVID early on in the first wave and passed away. So that was really hard. And then I had to work through it. So, you know, I had to deal with a lot of mental health stuff over those last 18 months, you know, dealing with grief. And I guess PTSD from working through COVID like that in the beginning and going to work and not knowing if I was going to come home to my family and all those kind of things that we all as healthcare workers dealt with in the beginning. And then as we, you know, as you work through and you realize we're all going to be okay, we can all do this and I'm strong. And 
self-care self -care came very important to me. I got into a lot of mindfulness and meditation and doing things for myself. Because as a mom, we don't do things for ourselves. All we do is for our family. Every day you come first, you come second. That's just how it works. And me and my best friend have talked for years about going on a trip together. No kids, no husbands. Let's just do something. And yes. She, logistically, she's not driving to Florida, which takes us 22 hours to drive instead of two and a half hour flight, which is what we've done. We've always just driven. So I was 22 like, 22 hours. Wow. Yeah. 22 hours. Yeah. Like I told you, we're road trippers. This is what we <laughs> turned into, which is fine. And I don't regret that so much because, you know, that's just definitely pluses to that sometimes. But I mean, it's a lot. It was getting harder and harder as we were getting older to drive 22 hours to Florida. I was like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. Let's book this trip that we wanted to do. And then I booked it and I semi panicked and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to get on a plane and I'm going to get on a plane with my best friend who's wonderful, but it's not my husband. I cannot embarrass her. I cannot make a scene. I was like, I am not torturing anybody with my travel woes. <laughs> and that's how I came across the podcast. And um, I started from the beginning and I listened pretty much every day because I was a little behind and it was wonderful. And it helps me so much. I didn't realize like how much empowering knowledge would be mm. like about how the plane works and um, how like the staff and pilots trained, how much like that stuff. I, it, that helped me so much knowing that hmm. I was safe. Like they, they go, they do all these things that all, all the time and are constantly tested and retested that made me feel so much better and then the basic physics of how the plane stays up and turbulence because of course like you know that was one of those things that triggered me and all of that helped me knowing and then so last month I guess yeah last month we did the trip and you know I worked I was working through with everything that through the podcast I, what I did was when I listened to the podcast is um anytime you had a guest on I looked them up and I looked up their stuff and I did their uh -oh. stuff. Yeah. So like I read like lots of books. Now everything yeah. didn't help me as much as everything helped me. Like, you know, some of the things I just took like the good from yeah, everything yeah. and like what helped me. And then, you know, you read a book and it says, oh, you read this, you like this. So I did that and I read other programs. And so I just like took bits and pieces and what helped me. And I think like the biggest stuff I took from, Love Fly, especially was, you know, like I said, the knowledge of learning mm, mm. and that just helped me so much. And I never, I'm like, I'm not like a technical person. I don't have to take stuff apart and know how it works, but it just made me feel better. Also, which is going to sound so silly, like to realize that like a pilot and a flight attendant are humans, just like me, have family, yes. just like me, yep. have loved ones. They just want to go home to just like me. So it's not you know, they want to be home safe with their family. So once I kind of put two and two together, I was like, these are just rightly human beings like me mm. who want to get home. They're not going to do something silly to put me in danger. That helped a lot. And that those things all helped with my anticipatory anxiety. Yes. Like this trip, I didn't really have it. I mean, it creeped up, but I was able to control it so well. And I was like, okay, I can do this. I gained so much confidence mm. with the knowledge. Mm. And that, I think, was a very big part of it. I know you say, go on the plane confident. And I was like, I can do this. You know, I did kind of like my pep talk when I know I'm going to have a hard day at work. I was like that. <laughs> I could do this. I can get on this plane. I, I can conquer this. And 
I think I did really well. I mean, you know, I got on the plane. I, we, when we got to the airport, I got through check-in, all of that stuff. I mean, I haven't done this in 20 years. I mean, when I, last time I on a plane, you could bring liquid shoes, you could wear your shoes, all that stuff. Like this was all new to me. Thank God for my best friend because she took care. Like I must have asked her the silliest questions. What a normal travel would be like, oh my goodness. Like, but she was fine. She helped me. She did all the logistic parts. Like, she, all right, this time is the time we have to get to the airport. This is what we're gonna do. This is so I didn't have to worry about that stuff, which was wonderful because I just focused on getting through the flight. And like I did well. I mean, I got on the plane. I will say when I got down the aisle, I started to panic a little bit. And I said to myself, okay, I'm going to either going to get off or I'm going to start hysterical crying. So those are the two things. And I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I was like, I have to do this. I'm not getting off the plane. Like there yeah. is no way I'm missing this trip. Like this is a trip of a lifetime. I've never done anything for myself like this. Mm -hmm. My kids are in high school now. So I have never really gone on a extended girls trip. Never had, never has happened. And so, you know, I had to take medication very low dose of an anxiety medicine, but a lot better than I used to be. I mean, I used yeah. to be like one of those zombies on the plane. That was like my goal, like mm. not to, to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> not to sleep, which never helps. Like I wanted to just conk out on the plane and no one yeah. to talk to me. Yeah. And that never helped because it never made me feel better. You know, I always mm. would feel kind of worse. Yes, I would get through it or maybe I wouldn't even remember some of it or, you know, and you'd wake up, I'd be like, all right, but it just never something else would happen. Like it would be turbulence. Then all of a sudden I'd be like, Oh gosh, now I'm back to yes. the yeah. you know highest amount of anxiety I have. And, but I did good. Like I, I did the water trick, which was great. That was a great trick where I put the water on the cop every time the plane moved. I mean, I felt like it was a little turbulent. My friend was like, this was like a super smooth flight. So I laugh about that. Cause you say, always oh, say perception is different mm. and it totally is. And, but I was, I got on and I did it. So I felt accomplished. I mean, I did yeah, feel amazing after 20 yeah. years as well, you know, it's I know. Phenomenal. And that's, yeah. And that's what, like, I was a little disappointed of having to take medicine because I really wanted to do without it. But like, my friend was like, you know, you're, you did this, like, this is yeah. 20 years. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I was like, yeah. I'm going to just like praise myself because I deserve this. And then on, I did so much better on the way back. The, I mean, the crazy thing is like normally when I get ready to travel and in the past and I would be, everything would set me off. It could be like, you know, you lost something and that's it. It would be mm -hmm. like the end of the world to me. And then that would just snowball. We waited for, you know, we got, we're going to get to airport a normal amount of time early where, you know, we, I like, we like to be there before, you know, we don't want to have a problem. We don't want to rush all that kind of stuff. We sat at the hotel for ride shares canceled on us and we were really possibly going to miss our flight. And I was like, okay, that would have set me off in the past. Like I've, I never missed mm -hmm. a flight. Like what happens if I miss a flight? I got pulled out of security line. I got patted down. I got all my bags searched. That would have, I would have been hysterical. I mean, this is going to sound silly probably to someone who travels. I ripped my boarding pass in half I thought oh my god I mean but I did fine like it, none yeah. of it bothered me I was like I could all right okay we missed the flight we stay in Florida again okay I could do this who is like, this person <laughs> oh, yeah I know like I was like all right so I was like I can't even believe I'm handling this and then I got on the plane and I was okay like one thing I did get and I don't 
think that this was from your podcast. I think I got it from something I read and I, this helps me a lot. And I, you've never mentioned this. And I think maybe it would help people. I tracked my anxiety. Like I had like a chart, like mm. I would like when I flew down my, I had my anxiety at hundred when I was like, I'm leaving. And then every 10 minutes I tracked it and it was good because I could see it going down. And like, and also I had like a little column for symptoms. So like you could relate to like what I was feeling. I could see that it's anxiety. I'm like, okay. And from, like I said, it was a hundred on the way down and on the way home, I was really at the 20 or 30. And then I was zero, the fight. And I couldn't believe it because that's all I've ever wanted to do is feel comfortable. Like yeah. I enjoyed learning and I enjoyed doing all of this, but I didn't want it to be like every time I, I, travel i have to work so hard to get on this plane no, I and it. i don't yeah i don't want to i'm still going to continue i still want to learn i still want to read things i still but i didn't want to have to do it every day of my life mm. all the time which is basically what i did which probably also helped it probably focused my mind on something too which maybe help was helpful but um yeah i enjoyed it like i was like a little kid with the window open i'm i'm like every five seconds i'm hitting my friend saying oh look 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 and she's like okay okay yeah i was like no but look someone gets fireworks down there and because i couldn't really open the window so much on the flight down we left very early the sun was like i mean she's like do not open that window she's like the whole entire plane is going to kill you because it's so bright i was like okay okay <laughs> it's wide but on the way back we flew at night which honestly was i loved it to see yes. all the lights below me and i would have gone on a plane right then and there after if i landed and she would have said let's go let's i would have did it and i would have i no no fear amazing and yeah and so like i i feel like i don't have a fear of flying anymore i feel like yes just pause um, for a second deborah just yeah. say that again yes yeah. i don't is, have a fear of flying anymore listen to that that's amazing yes, after 20 years i know it's insane and i cannot mm. believe i'm saying that now i don't that doesn't mean i don't think i'm ever going to get anxious on a plane i mean i had relatively smooth flights and it's so funny because on the way home we're driving in the cab and my friend was like oh that was a lot rougher of a flight and i was like i didn't even notice what do you mean it's like so it's like so crazy like i just like i didn't yeah i felt the movement so i was like all right not a big deal and you know but i think i'm prepared and i think i could do it like i think i can handle it i know the turbulence is going to be okay i'm not going to get hurt like i know the pilot's going to keep me safe i know i don't have to hold on to the armrest to keep the plane up i don't have to worry about what's around me. it's not my job to look outside at the wings and worry and see what's happening which is what i would do i was like on you know stealth mode all the whole time like yeah, i had to know what was happening and yeah and it's so wonderful. And I can't even believe it because I didn't even realize it was something I needed to fix in my life. Cause like I said, it was not something that was like, I know it prevented me from doing things, but not consciously. I didn't mm. feel that way because I, we still traveled. We still did things. We just got in the car, but to actually be able to now, like we have so many vacations on the table now because we are it opens up tremendously where we can go and take life changing, isn't it? Yeah. And you know, my kids have never flown and I'm sure that's a lot to do with me with not purposely doing that to them. So I can't wait to take them on the plane and them to travel. And as they get older yeah. to do, you know, to go and see the world. And it's a great, I just, great gift to give to our children, isn't it? 
It really is. And I just, it, it makes me so happy. And I am so grateful to you. Cause like I said, I have done so many things. Like I said, I went through your podcast. I looked up everybody that you had on, I read their stuff. And then that leads you to other people. And you are just so genuine and you do this to help people and oh, you could just tell the you. difference. It's not just to like make a buck. And I mean, everybody needs to make a living and I think that that's fine, but you know, it's, I, I did programs where I read a book and I was like, okay, it's getting to the good part, how to, how to get through flying. And it's like, okay, buy my program for $400. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that yet. Like, I don't know if I, you know, yes. I just like, I was that this is free. The podcast is free. Like you can get so much from it. I mean, I definitely want to do your 30 day program at some point. I think it'll help me still. Cause I just, I feel like I should continue with my knowledge. I don't, I don't think you need one. to, you sound, yeah. you sound good to go. In fact, I, you, mean, I think you just in the last 27 minutes delivered <laughs> a 30 day program. It's just all the stuff we've just gone through. <laughs> I mean, it really, it's just, it's amazing to me because I would, you know, you would, I would watch pictures or like, you know, something on TV and I'd be like, how come everybody on the plane looks so calm and normal? Like, I don't mm. understand why people are like excited and like they're walking yeah, around. With them? And, yeah, I was like, what's wrong with them? And to feel like calm like that was just, I just, I don't know. I, I still can't believe I felt so good. And it's just amazing. It was just, just the, I mean, and it wasn't really hard. Like I focused and I did things reading and like, I, pr I practiced a lot of my um, mindfulness. I think that's important also. Like yes. if you are going to do a, you know, something to reduce anxiety or listen to something, I completely suggest doing it way before you start like going on the plane and Debbie, like practice you do, your breathing. I'm just trying to get in. I, I'm yeah. waiting for you to draw breath, but you I'm don't. Sorry. You, I'm from New York. We talk fast and we don't stop. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, you know, I come from the West Country in, in England, yeah. and we don't talk that fast at all. I'm having to speed. I'm having to speed to catch up. Are, are a different breed for sure. So the, so the mindfulness. Did you do yeah. like an app or an online course, or did you do books? How did you get learn so about that? I, so I got, like I said, I got into the mindfulness, not so much for my fear of flying, but just what I dealt with through the pandemic, and you just honestly through podcasts through all different things, apps, mm. YouTube, just um, anxiety reducing things. I mean, if you Google anxiety meditation, you can get a million things. So yeah, I just sure. kind of started there, found my favorites. And then, I mean, you know, I use, I use your relaxation technique that you did in the podcast. I, that was wonderful. That helped me too. I mean, just basic like breathing. I mean, cause I'm a high strung person. You can tell I can't no, like, no, yeah, I like definitely <laughs> type A personality. So I probably can calm down in normal you life. Make me look like a, a sloth. <laughs> but, um, it's, uh, you know, so that, it, all that stuff helps me anyway. So I kind of gravitate to those things because yes. I know that helps me. I mean, I did some of the other stuff that didn't really help me but I mean like I feel like everybody will find something for them so mm. if you if you do do something you're like oh this isn't working I like move on to something else and yeah, try something else because I just like I said I I read a lot of things and I didn't take everything from every everywhere I kind of picked and choose what I thought would work well for me and but my, for me, the biggest thing was the knowledge, the not yes. and which is not something I thought I needed to know. I never thought if I just learned about a plane, I would feel better about it. 
Mm. I didn't ever thought it was a necessary thing. Even when I looked at your podcast and I looked at the descriptions, I was like, oh, I don't need to read. I don't want to do that one because I don't care about how the plane flies. I just need to know how to feel better. So, But it was, you should do it from the beginning and do it in order and learn everything because it, it's so helpful. And I guess- You I probably stopped then. I only yeah. had a chance to speak. <laughs> that wasn't ready. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's brilliant. I love it. I love your energy. It's fa- fantastic. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm sorry. I pro- I'm nervous too. Like I said, I've never done a podcast before. So nah, I'm sorry. Well, you're doing, no, you're doing great. And there's been loads and loads of tips as you've gone through there. Okay, I think, good. I mean, certainly when I started doing the podcast, you know, sort of speeding up now. When I started doing the podcast, I was, I had this kind of debate thinking about how much did you put in there? And I decided, well, actually, you can, all of the stuff that we talk about, is available somewhere so why not just bring it all together because at the end of the day if it helps people and it's enough to get them on and you know the knowledge is the knowledge you can google it but i just thought it'd be quite good good to have it in one place and have experts who talk about it and then if people needed a bit of extra help and of course yeah we can do that but i just think it was i know a lot of people have said just the podcasts and you know reading the book and all that stuff has been enough and i'm and it's it's fantastic it's very gratifying and in some ways i feel like it for me giving back because i had over 20 odd years of running courses that were like 200 people in the room you know and taking a flight at the end of the day you imagine that so that's you know that was a a phenomenal thing to do so it's 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 interesting now to do it this feels a bit more personal doing the podcast because you get to talk to people one-to-one for longer than I would have been able to with the large group courses so it's it's very rewarding to hear stories like yours I just thought I'd keep talking to see if I can you know just give you a little break there I'm sorry. <laughs> no, so, so all those mindfulness, you said you found a few favourites that help with the anxiety and stuff. Can you remember? Because it's always quite nice to to give. I don't mind referring other people. Um, you know, I listen to you. I mean, I don't know if you want me to say this. Now. I listen to you on Spotify. So I mm-hmm. honestly found a lot of it on Spotify. Just And then once you kind of listen to one, you know, they suggest things. And I just went through. I've used the Calm app. I like that. You know, just like the regular apps that you're around. I mean, if you put anxiety app in your mm. you know app store or whatever i think you'll find something i mean i reached out to you like what you sent me really helped me too i don't know if you want me to talk about that or not i don't what know if I you remember you? Can't remember so you sent me from um one of your um friends from the i guess from what you when you did virgin american oh, yeah, 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 yeah and um it was like a longer thing because your uh, yours is wonderful it's just it's short for me like i thought mm. i I had a really hard time with takeoff. Like that was where I was the worst. And I mean, yes, yes. I was scared through turbulence, but takeoff like was once I got through takeoff, I was like, okay, I'm, at least I'm done with that. And even though I was anxious with the other stuff, that was what, so I was really focused on, I need something to listen to, to take off. And that really helped me. And I just kind of put it on the loop. It was wonderful. That helps me a lot. Well, actually, I mean, can I make a link here, Debbie? Because I think yeah. one of that particular chap i sent you we used to nickname him the voice of chocolate and oh yeah <laughs> i've just had permission from his wife to be able to put that on the yeah it, it's going to be a sale because oh, okay. all of the all of the money is going to go to charity the charity because he and sadly he passed a few years yeah. ago but uh his wife has given permission and oh, we're going to put it on the website you know the lovefly.co.uk website can't even say it and it will be a download that people can get. I think it'll probably be about 10 bucks or something, but it's... It's absolutely re- worth it. I was yeah. wonderful. Yeah, so that that's coming soon. 
I've just got to work out if I can find the right version. But she's yeah, she's given the go ahead for that. So but we all literally take no money from it. it's all going to go to his. I think it's Shooting Star is the charity that they used to support. So we're going to make sure that all the funds go to that. So, yeah, I'm I mean, glad it was helpful. Wonderful. Yes. I mean, what's wonderful is the fact that I reach out to you and you answered me. Like, I never thought that you would even, like, I was like, okay. Of course, I got why the I? To send you a message. And I was like, this is, he's going to send me some link to buy something. I don't know. And then like, and it's fine. I just want a suggestion. I wouldn't even cared if you did that. And then you actually sent me something. And I was like, I cannot believe this man actually cares to do this. Like, I just, that's, you're an amazing person and oh. i don't know if you hear that enough because you really are thank you and you can even see from the facebook group like you're always answer the stuff that people pose you know with their questions and or their accomplishments like it's wonderful it's because you'd be giving me a big head debbie yeah, no, you should, you should, because it, you are wonderful. You're it's, you are a wonderful person. This, this is a de debilitating fear for people. Mm. I mean, I know it was for me and I mean, it really prevents you from traveling so many places. I mean, there's only so far you can take your car and yes. to drive places. And then, you know, I'm in the United States. I do want to travel abroad. I can't drive across the ocean. So, I mean, it, I mean, that I always want to go to Paris. Like that's on my list. I can't wait to take my kids all over the place. We're going to go to California in the next summer, which is now oh, a little awesome. bit of a longer flight. So yes. I'm excited about that. Like mm -hmm. we have lots of plans in the making and it's so cool that yeah. our like, you know, travel destinations just opened up. So well, when you come to London, you've got to come and see us. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. <laughs> There's a few others. Sure. We've got Michael as well, who listens in all the time. He's coming over. He's going, then he's going to go to Italy. So Michael, I haven't forgotten about you. Yeah, I can gonna, and he wants to go see Man United. Do you remember the Michael one? <laughs> yes, honestly, like I loved, I also agree. Like I love listening to people's stories who mm. had, had were fearful like me. And I remember listening to his particularly. And I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to get on a plane and feel okay like this this person does. And it I did. And it's yeah. it, it can help you. And it's that's the reason why I came on and did this because, you know, I'm nervous to do something like this and never done a podcast and all that stuff. But I thought if it helps even one person yeah, and, definitely. you know, you thought it might, I was like, you know what? And you, I feel like you've done so much for me. And that's been like, I mean, like it's life changing. It's literally life changing. It's, it's crazy. I, for, I haven't, I wouldn't fly for 20 years. I mean, that's, so much of my life and it's to now be like okay i can get on a plane like i'm okay with that i can go wherever let's go wherever mm. let's just do it you know what i mean i just think i, I find your stories just so inspiring that's why i wanted to come on because i knew thank you i knew that you'd had the 20-year gap but then i didn't realize how much you'd been through during the covid and had no, so much to deal with and this is just phenomenal and all the stuff that you've done to help yourself and I think all of that helps, doesn't it? You've just, you've been on like a crusade. Yeah, to, to, to better myself yourself. in general. Yeah. And I think that's important too, for mm. sure. For sure. Thank you again. I don't know how else to say it. No, well, you don't No, I thank you for coming on. I really appreciate mm -hmm. you giving up your time. And, and I know that people will love listening to this. Uh, let's do my, you know, this, is, I always do this. You know, this is coming. Okay. If you had one tip to give people who are listening to the podcast right now, and maybe they're not where you are, what would your tip be? I mean, I the, the the knowledge knowledge is is empowering, and it it gives you it'll give you confidence at least to get started and to 
do just for me was to get on the plane because I haven't done it for 20 years. And then you need just you need to find what works for you to help your anxiousness, whether mm-hmm. that's you know mindfulness or you know, there's so many different methods. Whatever is helpful to you, you have to listen to something specific. I being confident was very helpful for me too. That going into the plane, being confident, getting comfortable, sitting in the plane like your living room chair, like you say. Well, that's um, in the book, isn't it? That's yes, right, yeah. yes, it is. Um, and I did, and I like I fixed. I mean, I felt like a little kid. Like I fixed my area and like put my mm. stuff where I had to fit. You know what though? Those extra seconds to do stuff like that just it made me. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I feel comfortable. Yeah. That those are really what helped me. I mean, the knowledge was the most important thing for me. It mm-hmm. it really I felt so empowered that I could do it. And I never thought I would be able to. So that's really where I felt it helped the most for sure. Fantastic. I mean awesome. I hope I did okay. Oh, that was I really do. I'm so sorry I talk so fast. I tried not to. No, I loved it. I mean, I, you know, us Brits, we like to uh we like to poke fun, don't we? And I no, I'm like, it's please. I completely leave me. I'm a well, I loved it. It was good. It. I love. I love the speed. I love. I mean, I was thinking, to, to, how does she breathe? You know, how does she keep going? It's, but I loved it. It's just the enthusiasm and the passion and and all the stories. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm nervous too, so that made you know. I didn't want to. I wanted to be good for you, so I didn't want to. I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. It oh, brilliant. good. I'm so glad. Absolutely I'm so brilliant. happy because um, when you asked me to do this, I was like, oh my god, what do I say to this man? I don't even know if I could do this. <laughs> Like, I don't want to mess up his podcast. No, at so, all. I was really, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. It's going to be a lovely one. And uh, and keep listening. Keep doing what you're I'm doing. And obviously, that, if we can oh, help That's what I wanted to ask you. I wanted to know if you have any more advice for me, what I should continue to do. I guess I should ask you that before we finish. Oh, no one's asked me that. What a great yeah. question. Well, based on what you've been doing, I think everything helps so that there's I often say this, but what we're trying to do is is to retrain our brain. And so it's about continuous, even if it's a tiny thing every day, it's better than leaving it for a week or two weeks. So if it's just like a five minute relaxation or something like that, where you practice the the breathing, because if we build our resources when we don't need it, then it's helpful when we are, we do need it. And so what you've been doing, continue, no matter what it is, whether it's a bit of yoga, whether it's a bit of breathing, or just reading something, but little and often is what it's like, like, like learning a language, you know, a little bit every day is, and it's, we're trying to retrain our brain. And the other thing to say is n- not to give yourself a hard time because you did the 20 years, you had a little bit of medication to help you, but for goodness sake, you know, 20 years of not going near yeah. a damn thing and also having all that history of anxiety. So it wasn't just 20 years. It's much longer that you were battling yeah. And you did it. And then and the interesting thing is that flight back where you didn't even really notice the turbulence. So I know you're retraining your brain. There's no doubt. It's it, so, so cool that I actually mm. like that actually happened. I couldn't believe it. Like when we had that conversation, I was like, no, I thought it was so smooth. What are you talking about? When there's <laughs> so like, much research, because I'm doing a, a master's in applied positive psychology at the moment. And the. One of the things that we've been learning a lot about, and I, I kind of knew this because I'm a you know trainer and a coach, but the this little thing about the neuroplasticity and the fact that there's been research to prove that meditation and mindfulness changes the shape of our brain. And so that's what you've been doing. And so all this continued effort is is changing the way your brain thinks about stuff. It's just phenomenal. 
is, it is really cool to, to be a part of it and to actually experience that. It's, it is, it's, it's so mm. cool. I don't know how else to say it. Thank you again. No, I really, thank you, like Deborah. I said, I appreciate Brilliant. you very Brilliant. much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.